I listened to many podcasts and yours was, is one of them. <laughs> Thank you. And these you. discussions, yeah. I love the variety on your podcast too. And, and that just being curious about what it is. And I believe in science. I have my sign with my sister. That's a beautiful thing when you can talk about things like that. <laughs> and, and does she come to you? Many times. She comes all the time. She has an apartment <laughs> in my yard. <laughs> Living with that heaviness or fear of losing someone, that's when you carry this with you all the time, you really yearn to what is good about the world. <laughs>
whatever phase you're in, sometimes you don't even want to hear anything. And it's so unfair. I know that too, because somebody's just kind to you actually. And you're almost angry about it. And sometimes you're angry because somebody doesn't say something. So <laughs> how to get it right seems to be very, very difficult. So what read, led you to write? And I use write in quotes because mm-hmm. this beautiful book is just beautiful, beautiful pictures. Thank but you. what led you to create this this book? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So the creation of this book started back in 2011, a very, very long time ago. And when I started creating the first images, I didn't have in mind to create a book, really. I just was in a dark space in my life. I felt very heavy and I needed an outlet for that. So I was already working as a children's book uh, illustrator at the time. I didn't write then yet, but I illustrated other books. To take the time and just go ahead and do something just for yourself always felt difficult to me because, you know, when you're catching up for a deadline, da, da, da. So it's not just something um, I, I would do constantly, work on my own. But in this case, I needed it. I just needed a space, a place where I could put my emotions on paper. Um, and that's what that's really how it started. I also didn't know at the time what, I didn't quite understand the deep connection to where this was coming from, that it was coming from grief, that it was coming from really old grief. And uh, by now I can tell you, so I, um, my mother, my mother passed away uh, back in 1999, but she had her first major stroke when I was eight years old and it was the first of a bunch. So growing up with the fear of losing a parent, and yeah. mind you, we are seven children. Well, it's always hard to, to lose a, a, a mother. Just having that fear, that's that stays with you, obviously. I also lost a sister in 2003. She died in a car accident. Mm, my sorry. father passed away in 2005. So there's a lot of loss in my family. Mm-hmm. And only recently, another sister of mine. But at the time when I was starting to work on Lola's heart, or when I created those images, that was, uh, uh, by then I had lost three people in my life, important people. Mm-hmm. And so very, very significant very, relationships. 
very significant relationships indeed, exactly. Uh, so that's how it started. That's how Lola's Heart started. Not with the intent to create a book, only with the intent to let loose and put my emotions somewhere. How do you see creativity as a way of helping, helping, I mean, how was it a way for helping you to heal, mm -hmm. but how also can it be a way to help others heal? So we can all agree that we have all a very, very rich inner life. It's what happens within ourselves is constant all the time, mm -hmm. constantly. And maybe the best way to put it is creativity is almost putting, putting this inner life into action, letting it out somewhere. It's, it's doing something with it. It's not passive. It's active. You're actively doing something. And therefore it, it's like opening the gates for something that is building up, building up, building up. Uh, it's a conversation, can like a conversation, only you have that conversation with uh, a piece of paper and your pencil. For you in this, with this book, um, how, how do you see the progression of the story as it relates to your loss? Like, is that because, because I think when you create something that is just pictures without words or words without pictures, right? Where they're both open to, our own projection of what, if you're reading a book, right, what that looks like. If you're looking at these pictures, you make meaning out of the pictures that are specific to you. So what is the meaning that you make out of the pictures and the course of this beautiful book? And I know everybody's probably like, what are the pictures? They're magnificent. <laughs> I'll post some of them in my, if you're okay with me using some of the pictures. Uh, absolutely. From, Thank from you so much. Of course. And I, I, I really want to say this up front because it sounds now like this is a very dark book. It comes from a, no. it comes from a heavy place, but it really isn't. It's actually a very positive and uplifting book. It's a book about love. It's about uh, the universal story of going through something major or not even major. It might just be a smaller disappointment, but going through something and coming out on the other end and what it takes to. Uh, so your question, going back to your question, I had a script in my mind in the very beginning, actually in that very first version, uh, because I couldn't help myself. I did start creating a story. It's just who I am. I'm a visual storyteller. Uh, and I was able to find an editor who let me explore those emotions on paper. Really? There was very little there at the time. So I, I all, while I already knew I, now I'm starting to work on a picture book. I still was in this space where I still was really just working through my emotions, sticking to these intense images that were there in the very beginning. So that very ver first version was intense <clears throat> and it had words and they did not work because there was just nothing that would, everything felt, um, sounded trite and, and I, I wasn't. I'm not a poet, so I cannot write. I couldn't find the right words to match the emotions and the dynamic of the pictures. So then at some point, it, it became really, really clear to me that this book will be best without any words. And leading to exactly what you just said, it leaves even more room to interpret it exactly the way you want and need it to in your own very own um, situation. The real script I had in mind or the idea was, first of all, I'm finding I use my characters as archetypes. They do stand in for something. And so I had my cast list. Uh, Lola, the girl, is the ego. Uh, the wolf is the heart. 
The big red bird is love or higher self. The butterflies are standing for all the dreams and, and or goals in our life. The train would be life. And um, the little creatures are the obstacles or the fears that we are facing in our life. So this was my script, the bottom line script. And in fact, for a while with uh, my editorial team, we were even, um, I wasn't sure if we should put that cast list into the book in the end, in that version that is out in the world now but decided to not to. And uh, in the end of the day, I think it's a good thing because for anyone to pick up this book, it's still, it leaves it even more open to do with it, whatever you find yourself in it. There's just no, no framework whatsoever there. Uh, but still, I needed that structure. That was the structure to, to, to tell, to tell a story because quite frankly, I started in 2011. I had been working on other projects in between. A lot has happened in my life. Um, and so what it meant changed to me too, constantly. And that in itself was actually almost proof in the pudding that it still works for whatever you apply into it because I applied many different stories. COVID was in between as well. Um, I, my daughter went through a hard time because of COVID. And so, mm -hmm. and that was the time that I started working on the final art, actually. So her story was all of a sudden in it too, and very much so in it too. Uh, and I, I just want to say, uh, with the beautiful, hopeful ending, uh, ending as well, it's, it's a good story. It's a story about love and hope and how it can bring us through. It's so interesting because as you were talking, I went back and looked at the, um, at the photos because I saw, and this'll, I saw the bird as a heart. I didn't even really realize it was a bird until uh -huh. you, you just said that. So I was like, oh, oh wow. gosh, I went uh -huh. back and looked and just saw this like loving heart. And maybe that yeah. was my projection of the, the, um, title of the book. And I remember when I first looked at the book and thinking, you know, when you first reached out a while back and I, like I said, I've never had a book illustrator on. I was sort of like, how mm. am I going to tie this in? Yeah. How can I make this kind of fit into the show? Um, but then I saw the butterfly in there. And for me, my butterfly is such a sign for me from my aunt who mm. died mm. and really is the one who started me on this spiritual journey and to me, that signifies like transition and often it's a sign for me. And so while normally I probably would have said like, I'm not quite sure how to make this into a, an episode, I felt compelled that it was like she was there showing me like that she's sort of always kind of there. And even the way that the butterfly makes its way through the book is sort of when she shows up for me, how she makes her way um, in my life, it's like the way that she shows up often on the beach where we always shared time together and she kind of flits in front of us. Um, or that's my experience. That's how I interpret it. It's yeah. like she's flitting in front of us. And then I looked at these pictures and there was something about it that just resonated with me in that way. And I can see how powerful just having the pictures is to tell your own story about it and, and how amazing it can be with kids to get them for all you therapists out there who want a book where kids can project, this is a great one because they can tell their own story about what's happening. What's, Amy, what's happening? 
that's exactly right. And this is for, for, uh, that is a reason why I thought, why I did reach out to you, why I thought this would be a fit, because I think that this book, um, it's my goal in many ways. So my hope really for this book is to end up in therapists, um, hands to work with children or adults that find the, that need to find a way into whatever conversation they need to have just to open up. Uh, Lula's heart has no words. Lula's, Lula's heart is a, is a book that doesn't tell. Uh, Lula's heart is a book that listens to whoever wants to tell their own story or find. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Themselves in it. So that's the reason. And um, in addition to this, uh, I know you are, uh, you speak a lot about um, life after death. And so really specifically the last couple of years and um, the loss of my sister. Now I lost a sister really in August this year. Uh, she, however, she was on dialysis for the last 34 years or was it 37? Okay. Not, was she, um, was she um, diabetic? No, her, her kidneys just simply didn't work. She, okay. she had a, yeah. So she, um, no, she was not diabetic. Uh, which was another, and living far away because my family is all back in Germany. I'm here. Uh, every time I would go and visit and, and leave uh, Germany, I was, we were afraid that this might be the last time. And at some point we started joking about it because, <laughs> I mean, really, we started talking right. about the humor, way. humor is, a, way. is, a, oh, it's is a, real a coping way. mechanism. Yeah. And she was very good at that. So obviously, uh, <laughs> I started to think a lot about life after death. I really, hmm. I listened to many podcasts and yours was, is one of them. Thank <laughs> and you. these discussions. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I love the variety on your podcast too. And, and that just being curious about what it is. I haven't a hundred percent made up my mind about many things, but I'm very, very curious and I believe in science. I have my sign with my sister. That's a beautiful thing when you can talk about things like that, because you have a loved one who um, doesn't just happen. You can prepare in many ways right. about it. So we, we made up signs. It's, it's the crows in my yard. <laughs> and, and does she come to you? Many times. I mean, I feed them. So she comes all the time. She has an apartment <laughs> in my yard. <laughs> but see, we were joking about that too. She fed them on her balcony back in Germany. Mm. And I know that the butterfly is a symbol for so many people mm -hmm. to think of a loved one who may have, pa who has passed away. 
So I love the, I love the fact that this is what touched you in the book. That's what it was. If you love the show, there are several ways you can show the love. You can go to patreon.com at Dr. Amy Robbins, just put in my name and support the show in any monetary amount you feel comfortable. Five, 10, $20 a month makes the world of difference to me. So I would appreciate if you could support the show, if you're already supporting the show, there aren't enough ways to put into words how grateful I am for that support. It literally has made such a difference to me and it is what keeps this show going. So thank you so much. Also make sure you're subscribed anywhere you can get the show. You are following me on Instagram please subscribe to my newsletter, dramyrobbins.com, where I do bi-monthly soul wisdoms. I'm going to be getting back to that. I took a little break, but they are coming back. And also you can follow me on Instagram at dramyrobbins. That is where I'm the most active. That's the social media platform you can find me on the most frequently. And just reach out. Let me know your thoughts on a podcast. Share the podcast with friends, whomever you think would be interested in this topic. Just please pass it along. And thanks as always for your support. And you said um, in your initial email to me as well that there was a, there was some symbolism behind the publishing date with her, yeah, with your sister. Yes. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So my sister, um, as I said, she was on dialysis for 30 Four thirty-seven. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Years. Uh, she was in real chronic and constant pain, and her life became smaller and smaller. And so she decided uh, that she stops with dialysis. Mm. She couldn't. It was. She was already dying. Uh, she couldn't handle the pain anymore. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Margot. Mar- Margot is her name. So she. Um, she knew of the creation of the book because my whole family knew of the creation of the book. <laughs> uh, and we were visiting uh, my family, my, my husband, my daughter and me, we were visiting our families. My husband is from Italy. So we were visiting both families in the summer. And I said goodbye to my sister. We all said goodbye to my sister. And as I was arriving back here in California, I got the message that she, that she can't do it anymore. She decided that, that she will stop going and using the, being on the dialysis. So I immediately went back and that was in August and she, um, just couldn't, she didn't, she didn't see the book anymore. She couldn't hold it in her hands anymore. And that was sad, but it was also in a way when you, when you, when you go through the pages in the very end, there are, I, I, I'm sorry, spoiler alert, but still, uh, all these butterflies are flying. And so one of my other sisters said, Oh my God, but it's okay. Those butterflies, they, they will, they will fly for her anyways. And that's when we made the connection. And for her funeral, we had, we had butterflies flying for her. So the book was there for her until the very end. We celebrated it with her. And the butterflies are truly a symbol of the celebration of her life. And almost, I think, too, like she was set free in ways. It sounds like like she when was you're saying very this, yeah. much. That's she it. was. She was set free. Yeah, uh, she was so she, confined by like the. It, I mean, you said her world was just shrinking, 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 and she was so confined by the dialysis and the disease, or the. I don't uh, know if it was a couldn't do anything anymore. She couldn't. 
even hold a spoon in her hands really anymore because fingers were curled up. So yes, uh, she she also decided which songs she wanted to listen to or that we should play at the at the funeral. And one of them, when you say "Set Her Free," was exactly this. The, so translated because that was a German song, uh, it would be the "Freedom Above the Clouds" is mm. without an, any um, frontiers, without any borders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what it would mm-hmm. say, and that's exactly right. She was set free. So how did you turn such heavy? Um, kind of darkness that you were feeling inside into what seems on the pages like beautiful lightness. You know, we talk, I talk often on the show about grief and sadness and loss being without a judgment, just a lower vibrational energy. And you said like the book isn't scary, right? It's not like dark, like it's not like where where the wild things are. No, no, it's Um, not. You know, that tends to be a great story, but also like a darker, like when I think of the images of that, that's what I think of as like a little bit of a darker book. Um, but this is very light and bright and, and it is about love and, um, connection, I think. And, and so how did you, as you were working through this process, transform that pain into love? Because love really is what gets you through. It's really as simple as that. And also it's, um, it's where you put your focus on. And when, uh, living with that heaviness of, of, of fear, of the fear of losing someone, that's when you carry this with you all the time, you really yearn to what is good about the world, <laughs> to, to focus on what's good. And I think that's what it's coming from. I also had the initial, the first version, while it was darker, was essentially exactly what it is today. But the colors are quite different. And that adds to the lightness that you might see on the pages now. And uh, I also, then it became clear, this is a children's book, so it needs to be digestible for whoever puts takes this into the hand. I had a wonderful editorial team that I could really rely on and bounce back um, conversations about this or that in the book. And again, love is, it's just very simply, truly the answer in, in any of these situations. Love for the loved ones and, and really love for yourself, because that's what I felt I had lost at some point in between when I started out. Learning is to this, love yourself again. Is this the first book that's been just yours? No, no, I have done another uh, picture book series that is with words, and it's about two friends, a little boy and his owl. Mm. And in it, it's about kindness, empathy, um, adversity, overcoming fear of failure. Essentially, a lot of the same themes, but all built up through a, uh, a true... Uh, friendship between two characters where one is very active and the the other one is very passive. And I always felt this is the yin and yang that we all carry within us. So it's kind of one person. Do you feel like you said you started the book in 2011? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was published this, this year. Just, yes. This year. So, oh my God, that's what I'm terrible at math, but 12 years. Uh, Start to finish. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yes, you're right. You're right. Exactly. 2023. I think, I think I'm close. Um, 
How do you think over the course, I mean, that's a long time. How much do you think kind of the book helped you work through and move through your grief and loss? And then, and then at the end to be kind of there again, almost where you started, right? In the, in the depths of the grief of the loss of your father, your mom, which was probably grief that hadn't been processed yet, and your sister. Mm -hmm. And then to kind of end the book with your other sister dying. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, there seems to be something meaningful. Uh, very, because in the very end, I felt that I benefited from the book the way somebody would benefit the the latest loss of my sister. It's almost I benefited from the book the way I hope somebody else would benefit from it who buys it. I had done the creation. I went through all the phases and um, just also, obviously, I didn't work actively for all these years on the book right? because right. I did, I did work on other projects, but I was working through what, what this book is about. I was working mm-hmm. through all these years. Mm. So I think, oh, I know that the very first version was definitely one that was about me. It was there. It was more a, in my, I was in my own bubble. As I said in the very beginning, I didn't even start out with the idea of it being, becoming a book. So it was all about my story, about my grief, my, my very personal emotions. And as I was working on the book and really truly creating a book for children, it expanded. It became a book for everyone. It just became more, much, much more. And I, I think I that's see. so important. For- for in life, you know, as I work with people all the time in grief and loss and is that it's not like you were always working on your grief or loss or whatever issue you're facing, right? It ebbs and flows. And I think that creativity is really a a great tool to help people process, whether that is writing creatively, whether that's dancing or some sort of movement, whether that's drawing or sketching or doodling like you I think people often think you have to be you know you're listening and you're like well yeah she's an illustrator like she of course she would draw through her grief but we Mm -hmm. all have the ability to just pick up a pen or pencil and allow what's ever coming to just move through us in in that way you just happen Uh to be really really good at it and create beautiful things. <laughs> it, look, I, I couldn't agree more. Of course, it's accessible for everyone to to pick up a pencil and work on it, but you can dance through your grief. You can sing through, you can choose whatever tool you need. Um, what's most accessible to you, just get it out, <laughs> get it out mm-hmm. somewhere because clocked mm-hmm. up emotions are the worst. This is where, that's why, I started Lola because those were clocked up emotions. Mm-hmm. And this process unclogged that for you. Uh, it was part of it, of course, but mm-hmm. it, but it is a it was a big part of it. And 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 it's there's beauty in the fact that my my dear sister, the one who passed away now, that uh, this coincides with the publication of this book. There is a real um, full circle in my life. Mm-hmm. with with this story. Mm-hmm. Well, Alexandra, if people want to know about your book, my listeners are probably like, there she goes. She says the same thing at the end of every interview. But <laughs> I like to give people an opportunity to share um, where they can find 
your book. I'm sure it's Amazon and all of that, but maybe a local bookstore, but where can they find you? And, and I'm just curious personally, what are some of the other books now I'll pay attention that you've illustrated that we might know of other than she persisted? Oh, um, maybe Tallulah. Uh, Tallulah is the story of a very feisty little ballet dancer. And uh, she generally, her own little ego gets in her way and she always <laughs> runs against the wall and learns a lesson. She's so lovely. So I did, she did six of those, I think so. And she has a little brother who starts dancing ballet uh, only because of her. So her passion is dance and ballet. That would be something that people may know. I did uh, Roxy and the Hooligans, and it's a chapter book series about bullying. By um, oh, sorry, and Marilyn Singer is the writer of the Tallulah books. Just really important, of course. The fantastic Marilyn Singer. Uh, Phyllis Reynolds Naylor wrote Roxy and the Hooligans, and don't remember the title of the second book. It's a chapter book again about bullying. Very well written. It's a mystery style type of book, so it's fun to read. Um, and just has a great theme. Uh, what else did I? A bunch. Go and look on my website. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to check out what else um, you've done. Oh, my God. Uh, I would like to. Uh, All of Us is a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, Catherine Erskine is the writer. Uh, this came out, I want to say, two or three years ago. It has very few words. It gave me as the illustrator so much freedom to to bring this to life. She is really, she is a poet. It's poetry, almost the words. And it's, it's a, it's a book about community, about global community, about that we have more in common than what divides us. Mm. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. And, and what is your website for people who want to um, learn more about your works? It's my full name, alexandraboyga.com. Very easy. And I have Instagram. I'm active there and, that's about it. But really, you can find me on my on my website. There are links to the books, there's link, anything you would want to know. You can find it there. Well, thank you, Alexandra, for your time today and for sharing your beautiful gifts of pictures with the world. It's She Persisted was wonderful. It's somewhere here, I think. It's definitely <laughs> somewhere here or it might be in my daughter's room because she I think persisted. I gave it to her. The She Persisted books are important books. They're mm -hmm. about human rights. They are, mm -hmm. um, and I am truly proud to be part of, of these books. They're important. So thank you. I wish I was going to, I wish that my hopefully, fingers crossed, upcoming book needed illustrations because. <laughs> <laughs> now you know an illustrator. <laughs> right. Now I know an illustrator. I'll have to think of like if there's somewhere I could put in an illustration or something. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> well, maybe I'll turn it into a picture book. Who knows? Uh, everything is possible. Right, right. Well, thank you so much for your time today and um, for reaching out. I really appreciate and like to give voice to people that might norm not normally be thought of to be someone in kind of this space, but that mm -hmm. it really does, I think, expand the way we both, that we can see grief, that we can see life, that we can kind of interpret our lives. So thank you for, for just being brave and reaching out. And um, I'm so glad it worked out for us. Thank you, Amy, for being brave, taking me on. And thanks <laughs> for your podcast. I really enjoy the interviews and your curiosity, whatever you're thank covering you. there. Thank you. Th thank you. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? 
Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 